We're all in business for a reason. The problem that so many small business owners have is that they go in 10 million different directions, not really sure which way to go. Listen as your team of experts, Jennifer Glass, Daniel McCrane, and Patricia Rezzatillo, go through what you need in your business to really make it stand out and benefit you. Because it's the bottom line that matters. Welcome to another episode of It's the Bottom Line That Matters podcast, where we are dedicated to your success. How many times have you been using customer service tools? You call up and you sit on hold. Your call is important. A representative will be with you shortly. Your current wait time is three hours. Two decades and 53 years. No. <laughs> you ever experienced that? <clears throat> I know that sometimes I call and you are caller number 17 in the queue. And it feels and like 17,000. <laughs> yes, exactly. You're sitting there for a few moments. And as you're going through your caller number 15, it only took you 25 minutes to go down two calls though. But... <laughs> What if there's other tools that you can use to get to customer service? Enter social media, right? For brands that are online, social media really is an important tool. I know that for me, as an example, several years ago, I had a problem with my airline. And while I was in the airport at the gate, I'm on the phone with the airline, but the airline had such a delay and I'm sure we can all relate, especially after the last year of airline difficulty where (laughs) we're sitting on hold for what seems to be forever. And the recommendation was always don't go to the gate agents because they can't do anything. Don't go to the agents in the airport at the customer service desk in the airport because they are probably going to have a line out the wazoo. And don't try and call the U.S. number. Try instead calling the international number because the international number may be able to get through quicker, (laughs) but you still may be on for an hour and a half of hold. But I was on hold for about an hour and a half. Nobody was even coming close to getting online. And so I opened up one of my social media tools And I said, hello, I'm still sitting on hold. I've been on hold for over 90 minutes and I need help. It took a few moments for somebody to get back to me, but at least I was much better in terms of getting there. We all know that customer service is important. We know the need to be going there, but how we do that becomes different. So before we talk more about social media and customer service, I'm just curious, have you guys ever had similar situations? Yes, and it's recurring. Uh, My hosting company, which shall remain nameless, um, when I need help, I go into their help section and I foots around trying to figure out how to open a ticket. And I can never figure it out. So I end up having to go and knock on their door on Facebook. (laughs) 
and they're very polite and they give me the directions and I'm like but I already did that my eyes should be a little more crossed I can't do it um <laughs> I can't do that <laughs> anyway and so I usually am able to get to their ticketing system when I very 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 carefully follow the directions that they've given me through social media it's very frustrating and I don't know why they can't make the whole process a little bit easier but yes I've done it a few times mute so yeah there we go yeah okay mute <laughs> you'd think I'm after a, three years of the pandemic we'd be used to you using would think yes. yeah yeah um i had a situation several years ago where i was involved in a car accident um <clears throat> i was making a legal left-hand turn so let me be very clear it was legal um uh, and i was t-boned by someone who decided to run the red light and my car was totaled, uh, so was his. Um, but his insurance company decided that um, they didn't have to pay. Mm -hmm. um, under Iowa law, there is this little clause there that says that uh, both parties can be at fault if such and such criteria uh, meets, you know, whatever. But anyway, it, it did not apply to this situation. And so they put me off and put me off and they weren't going to uh, follow through. They weren't going to cover the claim or any of that. So I posted a picture of the accident on social media and I tagged the insurance company. And the same day I got a phone call from the head of the claims <laughs> department. <laughs> like they didn't see pictures of it before, but okay. <laughs> Since it's on social media and, and tagged the insurance company, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that got their attention. Um, so I, I don't know, no, I can't say that I'm really proud of uh, now in retrospect, that's probably not the best thing I could have done or should have done, uh, but it got me some attention from the insurance company that I needed. Um, so well in the story there so uh, yes i have used social media to get the attention of companies before <laughs> i've had issues with my cable company too where i talk on social media and i try and get some resolution what was actually funny was though i was speaking with someone else in the same cable company about a different issue and she was telling me but we don't provide service on facebook that's not us and I asked the woman, I said, do me a favor, please. Here's a date when there was a credit that was told to me on my Facebook Messenger that I would be getting from your company. And it was for services that were not working and I was supposed to get this credit. Can you tell me if you see the credit on my account? because she didn't understand that they were using Facebook Messenger as a customer service tool. And she's swearing to me that everybody in her office said, we don't do that. That is not us, they are impersonating us. And I said, but your brand is putting your content out and says, talk to us here if you've got issues. <laughs> and lady, I got an issue. <laughs> and 
you know, part of that also means though, is that you have to know what tools you're using and what you're not using to provide service. And everyone has to be on the same page. The problem is that all too often we start thinking, well, you know, there's only five people in the company. There's a hundred people in the company. There's only me, whatever it might be. We need to really know though, what is it that we're providing resources on? Where are we providing resources? Are we responding to those issues? Are you looking at the reviews even online and responding, right? I mean, we're not even talking, that's not necessarily customer service, but it is customer service because if somebody gives a bad review, it's going to hurt you. But at least if you respond and you try and work on it, it's going to make it better. And I know we've spoken about this before, but it's a way that you can deal with the issues in terms of where you're going and what you're trying to do. But we forgot about that. Too many places just to completely forget about it. I have one client, it took them two months to respond to a review until I finally said, look, I've asked you, are you responding? Are you responding? And ultimately I responded. I was an admin of their Google page and I was able to go in and make that reply. I didn't want to, because it's not up to me to do that. But ultimately I did that. And ever since I seem to take in on that role that I'm now responsible for their Uh-oh. reviews. That was a bad precedent. <laughs> Very bad, different story. We uh, move forward from there though. But it really, we need to be paying attention to that. And we need mm-hmm. to know what we're using in terms of these tools. Mm-hmm. So how else though mm-hmm. can we use social media as customer service for us? Yeah, I think this is a great question, Jennifer. We've talked about the hazards of not paying attention to social media as a customer uh, service tool as a a media. I think it's also important that we look at social media proactively as a way that we can provide customer service. Uh, So I'm glad you asked this question. Uh, We've already talked a little bit about uh, tools such as Facebook Messenger, different types of uh, two-way chat communications that can be used as customer service. Uh, My website hosting uh, company has both phone call or online chat if you wanted to reach someone that way. And I'll agree, the online chat uh, definitely is uh, much more effective. I can reach someone much faster when I go that route. Another thing that I'm thinking of, uh, there have been some uh, very well-known brands, and I apologize off the top of my head, I cannot remember any of them, uh, but it's more than one that have undertaken the extensive opportunity to create online communities by forming, say, Facebook groups or LinkedIn groups or their own different groups. Uh, Maybe they've got a presence on Reddit or or some of these other platforms where they actually form groups of their customers. So if you have an issue, you can join the group, you can voice your complaint, you can reach customer service. But these brands have taken it one step further beyond just dealing with customer issues that come up they have been proactive about amassing this. uh, They've created raving fans is what they've done. 
by forming these groups. They roll out new product announcements in the groups. So the, there's some exclusivity there. Uh, they reach out to these groups for market research as focus groups or to ask for innovations or um, uh, product uh, suggestions uh, and improvement ideas. So that could be another thing to look at is can you build an online community of your customers and use that as a two-way communication? So your customers can reach you if there are issues, but you can also work with your customers and use them to improve your products and services. Yeah. Exactly. And there's whole jobs of just being community managers mm -hmm. to run these different groups. And there's one company, Daniel, I know you and I at least are familiar with them. I think, Patricia, you know them too, that they have certifications to be a community service manager um, or community social manager um, mm -hmm. that how do you make sure that you're answering the right thing? How do you build it? How do you run it? How do you coordinate everything? And it's important to really be paying attention to that though, that if you're trying to build a community on online, whether it's Facebook, it's LinkedIn or any other outlet, that you really understand what it is that you're trying to do because it's really easy to build a community, but how do you manage it? Where do you go from there? And what happens when things start falling apart? Right. We know that no matter how you build something, eventually a wheel is going to go flying off. <laughs> and it's how you handle that that becomes that much more important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That actually proves a lot about your uh, commitment to the customer. Oh, absolutely. How you handle it. And by the way, Daniel was also mentioning being proactive on social media, but the other thing that you can be doing too, though, is it doesn't just have to be creating these groups. It can be also, if you have a status update on a problem, put it out there on social, right? We know that this is not working right now. We're working on the issue because very often one of the things, and there's, um, certain tools out there that tell you whether or not a service is currently down. And it's based on the reports that people are filing. Yes, my cable is down, it's not working. But if you can go out there first and say, this isn't working, then you can already start helping people because they're gonna be searching, what's going on, it's not working, right? Very often we hear one of the social media giants go down that there's a problem it's not very often but you know we hear that there's a problem somewhere and that becomes a whole other issue like what if you're trying to provide service on that channel and that channel is down so um, then you need to have multiple channels <laughs> it's a way that you can make sure things are working correctly i mean twitter is great to provide that kind of update to on um a lot of people have been leaving twitter though Right. Once Elon Musk took over, there's a lot that a lot of people left simply because of where they are. Yeah. Other people are saying, and Robert Hershevik was uh, recently interviewed, um, where he said he doesn't think Elon Musk should remain CEO of Twitter. 
simply because of the fact that he cannot run three companies of that size effectively. He said the man is a machine. That's we know that. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if Elon sleeps, but that's a different story. Um, you know, he is miles ahead of where all of us are, but SpaceX, Tesla, and Twitter are major companies. And he's running all three of them and how he does it. I mean, Jack Dorsey was running Square and Twitter too. And there's a lot of those things that you know, they run big companies, but how do we really make it stand out? How do we make sure that, that we are doing the right thing that is going to really be helping us? So as we wrap up our conversation, Daniel, let me ask you final thoughts. My final thought would be uh, don't overlook social media, any kind of platform, any kind of online platform. So don't limit it just to social media. Um, don't overlook online platforms as a two-way communication tool to handle customer service. A lot of times we talk about it so much as a one-way marketing tool. We talk about content marketing and we talk about digital marketing and all of that, but don't be afraid to make it a two-way conversation. Get to know your customers. That could also be a great way to make sales. Uh, but also consider it as an opportunity to extend your customer service as well. You know who's great at that, by the way? And I don't want to um, interrupt where Patricia was going to be going here. But um, there's a particular brand, Old Navy. If you've seen any of their advertising, and I know I'm calling them out here, but Old Navy with their ads that they've been doing that have been generated by user uh, customer input. They have complete ads written by the internet. Hmm. And that is absolutely brilliant in terms of the way that they're doing it because they really get the customers involved in it. You were saying, let it be a two-way street, right? Old Navy is trying to get me to go in and buy something there. But if I'm part of their marketing, if I am generating the storyline, it really helps me become that much more of an ambassador to the brand. And it's not just standing out alone. So like you're saying, don't be afraid of getting your customers involved in your marketing. Have them write your marketing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Patricia, final thoughts, please. Well, and we, we've we've talked a lot about you know using social media as tools for customer service, and there's a lot of tools out there that get this, and so they allow you to integrate those feeds right into your communication channel. So you get everything all on one page. You don't have to be jumping around. You don't have to have you know multiple monitors open. Oh, this person over on Twitter and this person over on Facebook and this person over on somewhere else. No, it's just all it all feeds right into your customer uh, service center. So look Absolutely. for tools like that. Yeah, very smart. And like you're saying, it can't be haphazard in terms of what you're doing. If everything feeds into your CRM, your customer relationship management system. So whether they're coming at you from Twitter, they're coming to you through Facebook, they're coming to you through Google, whatever it might be, 
if it's all ultimately coming in that we know who the person is so that we can really make sure that we're giving that kind of information is going to be important. It's also <clears throat> the tool that you use to respond back does not have to be directly to Facebook, Twitter, Google, whatever it may be. If your CRM has the ability to talk to those same systems in response, mm -hmm. it's an easier way of making sure that it's really unified system so that you're not going to have to have 30 different windows open, right? We know there's a lot of those companies that are out there that provide web chats, but is the web chat directly integrated into your CRM? Or is it at least using a webhook to talk to the CRM? How is it that that information is getting there? So that way everything is ultimately clear. On that note, this has been another episode of It's the Bottom Line That Matters. And until next time, here's to your success. Thanks so much for listening to another amazing episode of It's the Bottom Line That Matters podcast. We're all about helping the small business community grow and reaching as many people as we can. And the algorithms on the podcast programs love reviews. So if you loved what you just heard, consider leaving us a review. And even if you don't, I'm sure you already did, but consider sharing our episodes and our podcast with your friends and colleagues. Sharing is caring, and here's to your success. Thanks so much, and have a wonderful day. It's the bottom line that matters.